Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Cimbala. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. I know it's only the 8th, but you never know. I wanted to start early. I just saw a terrible thing in Manhattan. I gotta—I wish I had more influence with the Salvation Army. There was a guy, I was in Midtown for lunch with my wife and my assistant and Carol's assistant. Someone treated us to a great lunch right near Rockefeller Center, near uh, Radio City Music Hall, Greek restaurant. And there was a guy outside really dancing, but with Salvation Army, the whole thing. But instead of like ringing the bell or back in the day playing the tubas and all, this guy was like dancing in a t-shirt and was cold. And the song was filthy. The second song they played, but this first song was talking about, oh, we can have good sex tonight and this and that. I'm going, wait, wait a minute. Wait, oh, oh. My wife said, don't go near there because I want to see. He was dancing. You know, we've come a long way <laughs> from Santa, guy dressed as Santa ringing a bell and giving to a good cause to help poor people. Salvation Army does great work. But, you know, Salvation Army, I know more about the origin of the Salvation Army than most Army people know. General Booth, Mrs. Booth, Bramwell Booth, the Marishah, they have such a beautiful history of helping people but preaching blood and fire, the blood of the cross, the fire of the Spirit. Sad. So... That city has that energy. You know, Manhattan, ooh, you go in there near the holiday, it's like there's a engine running in there. Merry Christmas to you. We're reading now about the warning that the writer to Hebrews is giving the people of God, and he's relating the story of Israel coming out of Egypt, but not getting into the promised land, a whole generation. Verse 17, and with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose body perished in the wilderness? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief, not because they stole, not because they had a, a, a flirtation with some idol. No, the great sin that kept a whole generation, imagine, out of Egypt through the Red Sea and fail in the wilderness. Out, but not in. How many people are living that wilderness experience? Maybe you. Hope not me. Out of Egypt, but not where God planned for them to be. And they wandered for 40 years. But you say, but God's been good to me. He was good to them. He gave them manna every day for 40 years. I know, but God's been faithful. I know he gave them water. They never starved to death. But he was displeased and angry with them for 40 years. Physical blessings don't prove the favor of God. He gives billions of dollars and oil riches to people who deny him and curse his name. So it's not about all that. They did not enter the land of promise because of their unbelief. That's the sin. Why do people end up in hell for eternity? Because they stole, they broke the Ten Commandments. We've all broken the Ten Commandments. Think of that. No, you know, people are degenerate. Oh, I'm glad I'm not like them. But all we like sheep have gone astray. All have fall short of the glory of God. So why do some people go 
to hell, and why do some go to heaven? It's only one reason. Some accept, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll be saved. Believe on what, what happened on the cross and personalize it. He died, like Paul says, he died. He was crucified for me. Imagine Jim Cimbala, scoundrel that he is, unfaithful in so many ways to God over the years. Christ died for me. Like the old Southern Gospel song says, when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. Oh, can it get better than that? When he was on the cross dying in the infinite, incredible mind of God, you, put your name there, you were on his mind. He was dying for you. Now you either believe that and then share in the salvation it brings, or you say, no, I choose not to believe that. And remember, it's a choice. People say, I can't believe. No, no, we choose not to believe. If we couldn't believe, then it wouldn't be unfair to God to punish us for something we couldn't do. No, we choose unbelief. We choose to harden our hearts. We choose to stop listening to God. We choose not to listen to our conscience. We choose not to read the word of God. We choose not to go to church anymore. And we're drifting and drifting and getting harder. And then for eternity, we find out, wow, wow, wow. They missed out on God's blessing because of their unbelief. They would not open their heart and embrace it. It meant somebody else would be on the throne in charge than them. That's the root of sin. Jim Cimbala wants to run Jim Cimbala. No God, no Holy Spirit, no word of God bossing me around. I'm in charge. Isn't that the temptation Satan made to Adam and Eve? No, if you eat it, you'll be like God. Everybody wants to be God over themselves. And the Bible teaches us Christ died and purchased our salvation. And as we believe in him, we don't belong to ourselves anymore. Come on, let's have a better Christmas this year. Let's draw near to God in this way. I surrender all. That's the ultimate worship. Not singing hallelujah and moving your body a certain way or rocking back and forth. That has its place. But the ultimate thing that glorifies God it was when we say, as Jesus did, not my will, but yours be done. How I live, how I talk, what I do in my spare time, what I do when no one's watching, you're watching, and I want to please you. Let's have the faith that goes all the way to the promised land, the land of rest, which we're going to learn about next week, okay? But let's not be wilderness Christians. No mas. No mas wilderness. I don't know how to say wilderness in Spanish, but it's not a good place to be. He brought us out so that he could bring us into a land of milk and honey. That's the picture in the Old Testament. That means it's good. Oh, in the New Testament, it's like in the Old Testament. When they went in the land, they had to fight enemies. We're going to learn about that that the land of rest is not heaven, because how could that be a picture of heaven when you gotta fight the Jebusites, Amorites, Hittites, every kind of ite that they had there. You gotta fight them, that's not heaven. So what is it we're gonna learn? But come on, let's not live in the wilderness. Let's not say, we can't, look at us. Let's say, no, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Have a great weekend, see you Monday, bye-bye. Mm -hmm.